They are the Chai Kids. Chai Kids. For kids. By kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Chai Kids show for kids by kids. Thank you so much for tuning on 101.9 Chai FM. My name is Mika and I am 10 years old and I will be hosting for you today. So coming up on Chai Kids today, I will be interviewing Rakhaya Patel and she is a podiatrist. So stay tuned to 101.9 Chai FM to learn more about what she does and how fun it can be. Also on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth. Cool fun facts that will blow your mind away. And finally, at the end of the show, listen out for Montgomery Jones and the Search for the Lost World of Fantasy Stories segment. They're really interesting. You can also get the full series on our website at highfm.com. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or even if you want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me a telegram on 061-895-1019 and please don't forget to sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. I repeat, 010-140-3020. Get ready for a jam-packed show on Chai Kids today. Chai Kids. For kids. By kids. This is Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Mika and I'm your host for today. Before we start the interview with Rakaya Patel, I want to introduce the tongue twister for today. It is good blood, blood, bad blood. I repeat, good blood, bad blood. A bit later, I'll count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. So call me on 0101-403020 to see if you can say it faster than me. I have Raghaya Patel with me in the studio today, so if you have any questions for her, you can send them on 34519 or telegram to 061-895-1019. Good afternoon, Raghaya, and thank you for joining with joining me today. Good afternoon, and thank you for having me today. Let's get straight into some questions. What is a podiatrist, and what do they do? A podiatrist is a healthcare worker who deals treats and works with your feet, ankles, and even up to your hip. Wow. What made you choose to be a podiatrist? Hmm, that's a tricky question. Um, growing up, I always wanted to help people, and I always wanted to go to the field where I can assist others. And podiatry is a very, very important field to work in because your feet are very important. They carry you every day. And that's what made me choose where I can help people to do their everyday tasks. That's amazing. As a kid, did you want to become something else or besides a podiatrist? If mm, so, what? As a kid, I didn't even know that a podiatrist existed. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I did want to become a doctor. And oh. then growing up, you realize there's a lot of work that goes into becoming yeah. a doctor, a lot of responsibilities. But I chose something where I can specialize in and something more related to what I would like to do to assist patients. And that's when I came across podiatry, and that's when I decided this is for me. I agree. How old were you when you started studying, and where did you study? I was 19 years old when I started studying. Wow, And so I studied at the University of Johannesburg. Wow. What studies did you have to do, and how long did it take you to qualify? Okay, podiatry is a four-year course. 
And to get into podiatry in your high school, you have to do your subjects such as maths, science, and biology. And then while you are at campus and while you're studying, there's a whole lot of subjects that you do, mainly your medical studies such as anatomy, physiology, so dealing with how the body works. You do a little bit of math and science too while you are in campus that doesn't leave you. Um, and yeah, that's basically the main subjects in your podiatry subjects where you learn the different conditions of the feet and how to treat them, etc. Wow. <laughs> where do you work and are you in a private practice? Yes, I am currently working in a private practice. I work at a practice called Podiatry Africa. We have a practice here in South Africa at Rosebank at the mall and we also have one in Botswana. That's amazing. What do you love about your career and what do you dislike? Hmm. The thing that I love most about our career is that we can help people. And podiatrists are very important to help people to prevent getting their feet cut off because of different conditions. So we manage a lot of these conditions and that's what I love most, meeting people, um, talking to people when they come in and just making sure that a person is healthy and can walk out of your room pain-free. Wow. Hmm, what I dislike about my job, it's not even the smelly feet. <laughs> I think what I don't like is that there are sometimes patients who you can't help everyone. So yeah. sometimes you think a patient can come in and they have a condition or an amputation or they haven't looked after their feet properly and it's a point where you can't save it because it's become so damaged. So not being able to help certain patients and mm -hmm. we try our best, but in some cases, unfortunately, yeah. patients do have to have their feet amputated and I think that's one of the saddest parts of my job. What equipment do you use? Okay, so we use a lot of Equipment such as your nail nippers, your scalpels, which is something like a knife, which we use to do surgeries. We have equipment, bigger equipment such as your pressure plates where patients come in, they walk onto the plate and you can see where the pressure points on their feet are and how they're walking so that we can make devices such as Inasult. Have you ever heard of an Inasult? Never. Never. Okay, so they're little inserts that go into your shoes. So, for example, if you don't walk properly, then these little inner soles help you to walk properly so your feet are not painful when you're walking. So we have machinery to make these inner soles and to scan your feet. So those are our major equipment that we do use. Wow, that's awesome. How do you stay up to date with the latest diagnosis and surgical technique? Okay, as a podiatrist or as any healthcare professional, we do still attend lectures, we do a lot of research, we read up a lot. So medicine is always evolving. It's always new things are coming up, new research is being done. So as a podiatrist, I make sure that I make sure that I'm reading up along about new surgeries, going for lectures and causes, and that's what keeps you on track with the latest things that's going wow. on. You never stop studying, trust mm. me. <laughs> I know this is not going to be so pleasurable, but what are the most disgusting feats you've ever had to treat? Hmm. Would it be, be weird for me to say that nothing as yet? <laughs> I think um, as a podiatrist, you overcome the smelliness of the feet, the discomfort about it, and you're just there to help the people. And 
It's interesting to see these new things. Did you know that certain patients also have worms coming out of their feet for certain Ooh. conditions? Yes, yeah, so that I haven't seen that as yet, but uh. I might be that might be uncomfortable with the job. But no, it's definitely I would like to treat that because it's interesting to see new things to treat new conditions. So no, nothing really that's disgusted me or uh. made me uncomfortable. Did you enjoy wearing a mask in COVID so that you didn't have any smell? <laughs> Um, as healthcare professionals, and I'm sure you know doctors always wear oh, their masks you when you're busy. Your so we were used to wearing the masks. I didn't enjoy wearing the mask out of my practice, <laughs> but it was usual to wear my mask during my practice. <laughs> Did you have to wear like double masks, like two masks? Uh, so we wore the very specialized masks just because we are in a medical center and mm. you know the risk of COVID, they were higher. So we did wear those bigger masks, which was a big adjustment compared to your normal mask mm. that you wear. But yeah, we did have to wear mm. those. <laughs> Before we go to a song, I have some feet joke for a bit of giggle. Which chips do feet like the most? Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a foot that always loses? Defeated. What did my Why did my brother say that he was having a bad day? Because he started on the wrong foot. Why does a podiatrist child always become a podiatrist? Because they always follow in their parents' footsteps. That's a good one. <laughs> Why do cows not have feet? Because they're lactose. So on that note, let's take a quick break, song break, and we'll be right back. Chai Kids. For Kids. By Kids. This is Chai Kids, Four Kids, Bar Kids. My name is Mika and I am 10 years old. Before I carry on with my interview with Raguaya Patel, I am going to remind you what the tongue twister is. It is good blood, bad blood. Now let me ca- let's carry on with the questions. When prefer- performing an examination, what are the most important things to check? So the most important things and what we look at when a patient comes in is how does a patient walk, what do they have on their feet, do they have any things like corns, dry skin, broken nails, ingrown toenails. Have you ever heard of these stuff? Yeah, I have. You have, yes. So those are the things that we actually look for when we see a patient. And then obviously depending on what a patient comes in complaining of. So for example, if a patient had a fall and they're complaining of a painful ankle, we look for things such as swollen ankles, we look for pain, bruising. So that's the most important things that you do look at when you see a patient's feet. Are there there pressure points on your feet that are linked to certain parts of your body? They are, they are, but as podiatrists, we don't work with pressure points. That's more your reflexologist that will work with it. We treat more of your skin conditions. We surgically treat and manage as opposed to using pressure points to work with your feet. (laughs) What are the signs of a foot infection? So the signs of a foot infection is the same as the signs of an infection anywhere else on your body. So, for example, if you had a cut or a hurt somewhere and you see that your skin is hot and red and it's warm and there's pus in the area, it's discolored, so there's some like discoloration happening in the Mm. area, and of course your pain, that's when we know that there's infection in the area. Ow. (laughs) What is a bunion? Okay, so a bunion is when the bone, so we have different bones in our body, so it's called the bone in the foot that actually 
Mm, how can you explain this without showing? So it actually grows away from your foot. And the oh. top half of your bone then grows towards your feet. So mm. it's basically where it's um, abnormality of the bone and the foot on your big toe. So that's what we call a bunion. Oh. When should someone get their bunion fixed? Okay, so we as podiatrists manage bunions and your surgeons and your orthopedic surgeons are the ones that correct it. Oh. So if your bunion is painful, that's when you should come in and we manage it. And you can come in before that, even if you feel like your foot is developing a bunion, then you can come in for advice. There's mm -hmm. different kind of orthotics and different kind of things that we can help to manage the pain. But as podiatrists, we don't surgically correct your deformity. What is the difference between corns and calluses? Okay, so a callus is hard skin that grows on your skin in response to friction or pressure on the foot. And your corn is something that's a lot more painful than the callus. So it's, think of it as a callus with a root inside. Oh. So it's something that grows deeper inside. Oh, I understand. <laughs> What is a fungal infection and how long would it take to heal? Okay, so fungal infections are very stubborn. They take very, very, very long to treat. And a fungal infection is basically where you have fungus or fungal pores that enter into your body and they cause the fungal infection mm. to come up and you treat it with antifungal, so medications that are in response to your fungal infection, but they take very, very long. And depending on the patient and depending on the treatment and how long the infection there was for, that's depending on that the time will take from there. So my friends and I are going to camp in December. Do you recommend us wearing flip-flops in the shower? Yes, yes. Okay. It's very, very important. Every public place around the pools, mm. everywhere, because fungal infections grow, yeah. especially in wet areas, so you want to take along your shower yeah. flip-flops. <laughs> what is a hammer's toe and runner's toe, and do you treat it? Yes, we do. So we have, again, the inner salts that help. So you know when a patient's foot is bent and their toes are curled downwards? That's what we refer to your hammer toes. Oh. And yes, we do treat and manage it. Again, if it's something that you need to fix surgically, then your orthopedic surgeon does it. But as podiatrists, we manage it and we can advise you further with regards wow. to it. My grandfather father ran 14 comrades and had the most disgusting feet ever. <laughs> what can runners do to avoid fungal infections? Like so it's very, very important. A lot of your runners tend to sweat a lot mm. in their feet when they're running. Um, so it's very important to use a powder to prevent the sweating from happening, to wear your cotton socks because that is important for patients who have a lot of sweaty feet and also to make sure you're drying your feet, you are taking off your shoes and your socks and you're washing it properly after mm. every use because fungal infections tend to live in your shoes and your socks. So you have to make sure you're washing it all the time. What is athlete's foot? And how do you treat it? Okay. Athlete's foot is a fungal infection of the foot. And how we treat this is with antifungal creams. Or if it's quite severe, then some patients do need to use tablets or oral medication antifungal. Uh, how do... How does how would someone know if they have arthritis? Arthritis. Okay. So with arthritis, there's very common signs like stiffness in your joint and pain in your joint, but it's best diagnosed if you go to your GP or your podiatrist as well, and they do blood tests. 
and that can tell us whether the patient has arthritis as well as x-rays can also tell us mm. because arthritis you have there is no joint space uh. so the bones tend to grind against each other <laughs> i know i can t- catch athlete's foot from the gym shower like what else can i catch it from so as i said public showers pools areas where it's moist and a lot of people use it besides the gym showers even the gym itself like if patients are walking barefoot around that area that's where they can pick up you can pick up your fungal infections from a person who has a fungal infection and for example they in the same house as you and you're using the same shoes and socks or oh. et cetera. That's I don't share socks, don't share <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. What is cold feet and why do people get it? Cold feet. Yeah. Hmm. Are we talking about the cold feet when you're scared or the really cold feet? <laughs> really cold <laughs> okay. feet. So there's something called chillblains or cold feet that happens in winter. This is when our blood is what warms our feet. Uh. So when our blood vessels are open, they warm our feet. And in winter, to keep our body warm, our blood vessels constrict or become smaller. So there's very little blood flow that goes to your feet. And that's when your feet become cold and it feels cold. And there's also certain conditions like your high blood pressure, etc., where patients' blood vessels... And there's not enough blood flow going to the feet that causes cold feet to happen. What is an ingrown toenail and how do you treat and prevent them? An ingrown toenail is a toenail that grows into your skin and kind of pierces into your skin. To treat it, we remove the nail spike or the ingrown toenail. And to prevent it is not to wear tight shoes, to cut your nails round. To cut, not to cut your nails round, but to cut it straight and to file down the edges. What are fallen arches and flat feet? So flat feet is when the tendons and the structure of your foot does not develop an arch. So if you look at your foot, you can see it's a bit rounded at the bottom. That's what we refer to as your arch. So flat feet is when the tendons and the ligaments are relaxed and the feet are flat and you don't have that arch over there. So I've got a message from someone, and she says, how can you make feet more beautiful? Hmm. (laughs) So you can make sure that you are keeping your feet dry, that you're looking after your toenails, making sure that you're cutting it on time, that you are looking after your feet. So just looking after your feet, using a cream on your feet. I know a lot of people are lazy. As a kid, I was very lazy to put (laughs) cream on my feet. But it's important to put cream on your feet, wash your feet regularly, and you're sure to have beautiful feet if you look after your feet. So, like, what cream would you use? Okay, so we use a moisturizer. Sometimes if a, a kid or a patient needs, just has normal dry feet or they don't have any cracking, etc., and they feel they can use the normal moisturizer that they use on their body. But patients who have a condition where they have excessive dry feet or cracked skin in the heels, I'm sure you've seen before cracked heels, mm. that's when we use the special cream such as your moisturizers with an ingredient called urea inside. So that's something that moisturizes your feet. And you get it in Discam Clicks. You'll see there's a lot of brands that have foot cream. Mm. You can use any one of those. What is the cause of sudden cramps in the feet? What's best? The, what's the best thing to do when they come and how can you... And how can one prevent them? So there's lots of reasons for cramping in your feet. Patients who are diabetic, 
So that is, they may have diabetes. They experience cramping in their feet. If you, for example, a sports person and you're running, etc., and you don't stretch beforehand, mm. your muscles tend to cramp. Mm. As well as patients who have um, a lack of vitamins, for example, your vitamin B12 or your magnesium, those kind of things do definitely cramp your feet as well. When your cramping does happen, it's very important to move your feet so the blood flow can also go to the muscles and it can go to the area and it helps to decrease the cramping. Zola Bad was well known for running 5,000 race, 5,000 meter races barefoot. There is someone who runs barefoot around our area. Would you recommend this and why? So, now there's a lot of runners you'll see that they call it mm. barefoot running or minimal running where they wear um, barefoot, they run while they're barefoot or they wear shoes that are very close to your barefoot mm. structure of the foot. And as kids, it is important for you to walk around barefoot, but on the grass, not on areas where you can get hurt. Mm. So it's important for you to walk barefoot on the grass because your foot is developing. And we mm. actually tell our patients for their kids that you can actually walk barefoot. It's healthy, but not on the cold aisles because <laughs> you'll get sick. But it is, it is healthy to walk around barefoot. So like running barefoot, if you get cut, like what would happen? So if you usually just get cut and you have a healthy immune system, then your cut will heal. But if you are a patient who has diabetes or any other conditions, mm. right, then it's important not to walk barefoot because then you can get infections, etc. So if you are, just make sure that you are running in a safe yeah. place where you're not going to get hurt, etc. And just be mm. careful of where you're running. Mm. What, what, what do you think are the most important qualities for a podiatrist to have? Definitely, they should be a people's person because you are working with people every day. Um, I think you should be able to take different types of smells, different types mm. of sights. <laughs> you shouldn't be scared of blood because you do see a lot of that. Um, and also, you should love what you do. Were you scared at first when you like saw like blood and um no not really because growing <laughs> up i did go and shop shadow doctors etc so but it was something new getting used mm. to the different smells etc when yes. working with feet but yeah how often does someone have to visit a podiatrist all right so depending on how healthy your body is how healthy your feet are at least once in a lifetime to get your general foot check up but if you have conditions, and we call it a high-risk foot, so foot that tends to get cuts and infections or problems in your feet, then we say every six months, or it can actually even go to every two or three months. Oh. Are there any home re remedies to prevent smelly feet? Hmm. Just wash your feet and make sure if you do have sweaty feet, to wear socks that are cotton socks, so that allows for your feet to mm. breathe. And just make sure that you are washing your feet regularly and taking care of your feet. As a young child, what can we do to perfect uh, feet and prevent foot problems when we get older? Look after your feet. So look after your feet from young. It's important to wear the correct shoes as well. I know a lot of um, younger kids don't like wearing shoes at all, but if you go into places like where there's going to be public pools, public showers, wear your flip-flops, don't run barefoot there because of fungal infections and other 
uh, conditions that you can pick up. It's important to take care of your feet from a young age. So put the cream on. It will take five minutes in the morning. Just put the cream on the feet. Wear good shoes if you are running or wear good shoes like when you are going to walk a lot. And just, yeah, take care of your feet. Must be also wear like powder. Like so your feet sweat. There is specialized powder, but... It depends on the kids. Some kids can't take the powder and other kids can. So I would say if you do have sweaty feet, speak to your podiatrist. Go visit your podiatrist first and see why you have sweaty feet. Maybe they can help you to treat it uh, perfectly. I agree. What are the key things to look out for when choosing a pair of shoes that's best for our feet? Okay, so you're looking for a shoe that supports your foot. Make sure that you're buying the right shoe size. I'm sure when you wear shoe fitting, your mommy always puts her mm. hands inside yeah. to check the space. So it's important to have a good fitting shoe. So that one finger space is very, very important. So it gives our foot time to expand. And try on your shoes after 2 o'clock. Because oh. did you know that's when our feet swell up to its maximum? And that's when you'll get the perfect size. You want a shoe that's made up of a good solid material. So, for example, leather is very good material. And a shoe that either laces up or buckles up. So, it gives that support as you're developing your feet. Wow, I never knew <laughs> that. Our cool fun, fun facts are, did you know the average person takes 8,000 to 10,000 steps each day that adds up to approximately what 115,000 miles to in a typical lifetime and toenails grow more slowly than fingernails approximately one one millimeter per month it takes five to six months to grow an entire entirely new toenail and finally according to the guinness world records the human was the biggest feat ever recorded was robert wadlow he he set this record on june 27 1940 with feet 18 and a half inches long. On that note, let's take a quick song break. Hi Kids. For Kids. By Kids. This is Chai Kids. For Kids. By Kids. My name is Mika and I'm 10 years old. Are you ready for the tongue twister? This is how it works. You can call us on... 0101403020 and I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. You can call me now on 0101403020 to see if you can say the tongue twister faster than me. I will start. Vusi, please start the tongue twister. Karma. Good blood, bad blood. 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 Good blood. <laughs> that was hard. Do we have any callers with a tongue twister? If not, let's do the tongue twister with Require Patel. Are you ready? You're putting me in the spot now, hey? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good blood, bad blood. 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 This is Chai Kids, for Kids, by Kids. My name is Mika and I am 10 years old. Well done for trying the tongue twister. 
Thank you to my guest, Rakaya Patel, for coming on this, my show. My producer, Senna and Vusi, p- for pushing the big red buttons. Kind reminder to listen out for the Montgomery Jones and the Search for the Lost World of Fantasy Stories segment right after the show. And I promise you, you will enjoy it. And also, if you want the full segment of the Montgomery Jones and the Search for the Lost World of Fantasy, you can visit our website at chaifm.com. Join us again tomorrow with another Chai Kids show only on 101.9 Chai FM. Goodbye, kids.